0: Hi, everybody. Welcome into Sports Talk Chicago. Great to be back here with all of you. So much to get to here tonight. It's going to be a Bears heavy show. As I mentioned in the promotional tweet about this show, we have some big news coming up in literally just a minute. So stay tuned for that. We are so excited to be here. John Zaglula here with you. John Meadows directing and producing and contributing here today. You can follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. Hit the subscribe and the like button on our YouTube channel Sports Talk Chicago as we traverse the road to 20,000 subscribers. Follow us all over on social media as well at Sports Talk Chicago. I want to give a big shout out to all of our great TV and radio affiliates who carry the show every single week. 98.3 the Life, WKAN, 1055 the Ticket, T B W J O B, and Cities 92.9 Talk FM. And hold on, we have a big announcement. And we have a new affiliate that we're going to be adding to this list every single week. You may see their logo on the screen if you're watching on TV or on YouTube want to give them some love here to start out today's program before we get into a ton of Bears news. So hang with me here for just a minute. We are now going to be a part of 101.1 Peoria Sports Radio beginning this weekend. We are live there right now. And we're going to be there every single Saturday morning from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. in Peoria. I am so excited to announce this. This has been... Months in the making, actually. A lot of behind-the-scenes work and conversations and programming things that we had to figure out on the back end. I don't want to bore you with those details, but I will say that it's happening. And Sports Talk Chicago's in Peoria now. We're covering every single market. We're in Peoria. We're in Round Lake Beach, northern Illinois. We're in Kankakee. We're in Wilmington-Joliet, Aurora, Bloomington-Normal, northwest Indiana and parts of Chicagoland, and we are still expanding. We are creating just this amazing network that, in the beginning, we never thought would reach these heights. And we just continue to move up and up and up. And I'm so excited to be here. I want to thank Mike and Scott over at 101.1 for choosing to air this show, for being confident in it, and decided to make the time every single Saturday morning to air us. And to all of you in Peoria for tuning in, I want to give you a warm welcome this program we are so excited to have you become a part of the sports talk Chicago family I'm excited to be talking all of you out there too Peoria is certainly a rich Chicago and a rich sports centric town with a lot lots of history and we are we are enthralled we're thrilled to be on with you now every single Saturday morning Um. We want to be supportive. We want to be a great partner. You, know, you can follow me all over at Sports Talk Chicago or even my personal accounts at John Z Sports. Be a part of the conversation. Comment. Subscribe on YouTube. We want to welcome in this new audience and really immerse you in what Sports Talk Chicago is. We're not just a radio show. We're not just a TV show. We're not even just syndicated. We're, we're digital. We're radio. We're TV. We're podcasts. We're everywhere, and we are unbelievably excited to begin this partnership, which I'm sure is going to last years to come. So a big shout-out to 101.1, a big shout-out to Peoria. We're on. We are going to be with you for the long haul, and we're looking forward to providing you with the best and the most unfiltered and opinionated Chicago sports coverage, in addition to providing you with great inside access to the biggest names in sports, whether it be ex-athletes, current athletes, journalists, people who've covered the game for 30 years, all of it. We're going to give you everything baseball, football, basketball, we've got it all here for you on STC. So I wanted to start by mentioning that it's its a huge announcement, it's a huge opportunity for this program, and I am honored to be on 101.1 Moving Forward. So I want to make sure we acknowledge them, welcome them to the network, and they're going to be with us for the long haul. They are here, and we're here with you, looking at all things Chicago sports on today's program. Welcome. 101.1 in Peoria. I want to start today with this. Kevin Warren is speaking out. Uh oh. What's that supposed to mean? Well, Kevin Warren did an exclusive interview with Jared Payton over on WGN 9 the other day, talking about the bear season, what to expect moving forward. And as you probably expected, thinking it's, and I I have no disrespect towards Jared Payton, but obviously he's biased, right? So, of course, the softball questions and answers were provided, which is great because we have ammo to discuss here on today's program. So I'm I'm not complaining, but that's what happened. So Kevin Warren was asked about Justin Fields, Caleb Williams, Ryan Poles, what the team should be doing, and boy, oh, boy, did he give a lot of information. Let me start here. This is from Sports Mockery, who wrote up part of this interview. Quote, Kevin Warren shared his thoughts on Justin Fields and discussed the possibilities for the Bears with the first overall pick. He expressed something intriguing about the top pick that caught everyone's attention. Quote, here's Kevin Warren. Think last year, turning the number one pick into DJ Moore, Darnell Wright, and Stevenson. If we can replicate back-to-back years to really be smart about how we handle our draft capital this year, it can be a really special time for the Chicago Bears. So Kevin Warren indirectly supports Ryan Pohl's trading the top pick. Here's what else he said. This is from Bears Wire USA Today. Quote, Justin has a rare combination of intelligence, of size, of strength, and speed, Warren said. Quote, you forget how big of a man he is until you're up on him. He's not a small man. I just think every year he's gonna continually get better. So I'm glad he's on the Chicago Bears. And this next one takes the cake. This is in Bears Digest, written up Quote Kevin Warren, here's what he says about Justin Fields. I know from my standpoint, I come to the table, I'm a supporter for Justin, you know, because I got a chance to work with him when I was the commissioner of the Big Ten. He is incredibly talented, he is smart. He works hard, and he wants to be a great NFL football player, and so now he just needs to make sure that he has the support around him. He's working hard, and then I would love to see him, you know, this offseason, make sure he's totally healthy going into the next season next year. This is Kevin Warren, the Chicago Bears president, speaking out about what he thinks in terms of Justin Fields, what he thinks the Bears should do, and how they should Address this quarterback situation. Hmm, I wonder where Kevin Warren leans on the uh, Fields and Williams debate. Sounds like he's a big Justin Fields supporter. Now, look, if you want to support Justin Fields, I'm okay with that. We're allowed to have differing opinions, differing ideas. This program's all about conversation. I mean, we are a talk show. I'm okay with you having that take but I'm not going to support it. You're okay to have it, but I won't support it or build it up. In fact, I'm going to tear it down. Kevin Warren, at least, came out and stated his bias. I'm a supporter of Justin because I got the chance to work with him when I was the commissioner of the Big Ten. Okay, fine. So be it. But see, just because you have feelings towards somebody, that doesn't mean that they're the right choice for you. How many times have you heard that in your love life, right? You got feelings for somebody, but that doesn't mean they're the right person for you. Everybody in Chicago has feelings for Justin Fields. Good or bad? Really good, surprisingly. I've never seen this city galvanize around a quarterback who is unbelievably mediocre. They crapped on Trubisky. They crapped on Cutler, who's arguably the best quarterback in Bears history, statistically. They crapped on Grossman, Orton, McDowell Harbaugh back in the day. I mean, we could go on and on and on. Bobby Douglas, I'm sure he had critics. And at the end of the day, Justin Fields is worse or similar in line with all those quarterbacks. Yet all those guys got nonstop hate throughout their entire tenure here in Chicago. Mitch Trubisky just got cut the other day, still getting hate from Bears fans. Yep, here we are today, and it's Justin Fields who's getting the amazing amounts of love and support from everybody here in Chicago. I'd be okay with that if we could justify why he deserves love and support, why he deserves these feelings towards him. But the fact is, there's nothing to justify it. Justin Fields has yet to throw for 3,000 passing guards in a season. He's one of the worst quarterbacks in Bears history based on record. Record doesn't count for quarterbacks. Yes, it does. To an extent, it does. He's 10-29 in 39 starts. He had... An increase, for sure, in certain key metrics this year, passing yards per game, passer rating, kind of. But at the end of the day, we've seen about 40 games of Justin Fields. We've seen him play 40 NFL football games. We've seen it. I'm not impressed. And for those building the case to keep Fields based off of 39, 40 games of subpar quarterback play, you don't look smart. Frankly, you don't. I've yet to hear one person truly explain to me why it makes sense to keep Justin Fields. Nobody analytically can tell me why Justin Fields should stay. They talk about potential. They talk about, I love him. They talk about feelings. They talk about warm and mushy inside stuff. They don't talk about legitimate numbers. Because when you bring out legitimate numbers and look at Justin Fields for what he truly is, He's a mediocre quarterback. He's a nice guy, but a mediocre quarterback. A mediocre passer. He's a good runner, good scrambler. Mediocre passer. Pocket protection or pocket awareness? Horrible. Pocket awareness, bad. Misses people downfield easily, all the time. And yet we got people here today still making the case to keep him, including Kevin Warren, chiefly, the Bears president. Now, whether he's saying that as a smokescreen, whether he's saying that to Rouse up public opinion? I don't know. He did say it is bias, and he said he's a fan of Justin fields. I thought the last time I checked, the Bears brought in Warren so they could have a football person lead football operations. Not a fan. George McCaskey's a fan. Not a football guy. That's why the team is sucked. Now Kevin Warren comes in, and he is a football guy to his credit. He's done so many great things, and I supported the hire, but... He sounded more like a fan right now than a football guy, because a true X's and O's football guy would sit down and say this. Justin, you're a good kid, and you work hard. There's no doubt about that. But unfortunately, you have not produced anything significant in a Bears uniform. So for that reason, you're out. That's it. It's literally a two-minute conversation. That's all you got to do. Just tell him that, and you're good. Yep, we got people today still making the argument, making the case, dying on the heel of Justin Fields. I heard people this week in Chicago media cry about Fields, and he got a raw deal, and yes, he did to an extent. Nevertheless, other quarterbacks in Bears history have gotten raw deals, and they've performed 10 times better than Justin Fields. Jake Cutler at times got a raw deal. Look at some of the pieces he had around him, especially near the end of his career, and he is the best quarterback in Bears history whether you like it or not. There are other guys. I won't mention the Mitch Trubisky one because that's a buzzword. People get pissed off and leave the stream, leave the show because they hear Mitch Trubisky's name come up. But I'll tell you what, he got a raw deal too. He did get a raw deal, whether you like it or not. Justin Fields? Yeah, he did. For sure. But what did he do when he was given opportunities to perform? The answer is nothing. Good kid. I like him as a person. But... On the field, what did he do to justify him staying? Look, if we're through 40 games, if we're through three years of the Justin Fields experiment, and we're still debating whether or not he should stay, the answer is he should go. There should be no debate at this point. We should know by now what he is. And all we keep hearing is potential, and maybe, and I like him as a person, I have so many good feelings for him, don't get rid of him. We're going to ride if we get rid of him. Go ahead and do it then. Because you know what? He doesn't deserve to be here. Now, the Bears at the 10th pick, the 15th pick, the 32nd pick. Different story. The Bears have the top pick. They could select from the top of the crop. Why are they going to settle for a fourth year and then a fifth year mediocrity when you could draft the next big thing? Does that mean Caleb Williams is going to be it? I don't know. Does that mean he's gonna be amazing and that we're all gonna sit here and support him no matter what and be a Justed Fields type person with him, right? And sit there and just support him to the end? No. I'm gonna be fair with Caleb Williams. Maybe he doesn't do well here. But you know what? You gotta take the risk. You gotta take the chance. You have to. You can't justify keeping a 10 and 29 quarterback when you have one of the most generational prospects in recent memory. Right there at your fingertips. He's right there. All you got to do is take him. Just stay in your spot and take him, and you're good. There reports that the Bears might get a first-round pick for Justin Fields. How do you pass up a first-round pick for a 10-29 quarterback? That one makes no sense either. Now, for the last year, Kevin Warren's comments, you know what I find interesting? Before I read those again. For a guy who talked up Fields, really hyped him up, he might as well be his agent, why did he fail to bring up the fact that Fields did absolutely nothing for the Bears in the fourth quarter this year? Why did he fail to bring up the fact that in crunch time, in clutch time, when the Bears needed him the most, when he's supposed to be a quarterback, a man, and lead, he fell to the occasion every single time? Worst passer rating in football in the fourth quarter, could not beat good teams, could barely beat, sometimes uh, lose to bad teams. Why was that ever brought up by Kevin Warren? Instead, we're just hearing about, oh, he does this and that, he does this, oh, he has this. But we don't hear about the times in which he failed to rise to the occasion, which for Fields was more often than not. Warren said, quote, Justin is a rare combination of intelligence, of size, of strength, and speed. You forget how big of a man he is until you're up on him. He's not a small man. I just think every year he's going to continually get better, so I'm glad he's here on the Chicago Bears. And quote. I know from my standpoint, and I come to the table, I'm a supporter of Justin because I got a chance to work with him when I was the commissioner of the Big Ten Conference. He is incredibly talented. He is smart. He works hard, and he wants to be a great NFL football player. All of that makes sense, but the results don't match the comp from Kevin Warren. They don't. I mean, think about what Justin Fields did this year. Think about his whole three-year career in the National Football League. Then hear what Kevin Warren said. It makes him sound like he's some superstar quarterback. He's not. He's not elite. He's not a superstar. He is average. No, he's below average. He's below average. And here's why: he's ten and twenty-nine. He's never thrown for three thousand yards. That's it. End of story. There is no more debate. There is no more debate. I dare you to bring up something, bring up a reason, a legitimate reason, why the Bears should keep him or why he is at least an average quarterback. The only thing you're going to say is he could run. Wrong answer. He's a quarterback. He's not a running back. Oh, well, he can move in the pocket. Well, no, he can't because he still gets sacked a ton. And then you complain about him not passing when, in reality, every time a pass play is called, he's scrambling and running. Because he can't find anybody downfield, or he takes eight seconds to hold on to the football. See, we go back to the same things again. This is year three, going to be year four. Okay? We need to be recognizing these patterns and see it for ourselves. This does not mean that Caleb Williams is going to be it. This does not mean that Caleb Williams is going to be a sure thing. But we all know at this point who Justin Fields is. He can make one to three highlight reel plays every single game guaranteed. He could sometimes, sometimes run for a decent amount and pass for a decent amount, and have a nice total yardage breakdown at the end of a game. But here's what he can't do. He can't lead you to victory in the fourth quarter. He can't throw for 3,000 yards in a season. And he can't be a winning quarterback. And in fact, at 10 of 29, he has a large hole to get out of if he ever wants to be a winning quarterback. So you tell me, when I lay all that out for you, do you want Justin Fields to be your guy? That's what I thought. We're gonna be right back here in SGC. Don't go anywhere.